the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. Good afternoon. Welcome to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, Milton Glick, along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons, sitting on the porch here at Milberger's at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. The nursery's uh, uh, kind of got some folks buzzing around. Trace is coming up. The Boy Scouts are here. And uh, you can come on by and visit with us. The sun was out for a minute. And then and it was cool. It is cool. It is comfortable here. Uh, Even though we got our, our, I turned fa- the fans, all our fans going, but yeah. it's still cool. Yeah. A nice breeze. There you go. So come on by and visit with us at 1604 and Verde Road, and uh, we'll uh, be happy to answer your gardening question in person. Uh, or um, Now, he had a question, Calvin. You had a question just a, a few minutes ago. Uh, was he asking about grass? Was it a grass question? I yeah, guess he's gotten was, too tall. He, he uh, has a kennel. And he's got uh, little dogs in it. But the uh, the dry summer uh, kind of wiped out the grass. It's all dormant, not in good shape. And then then the rains, they drained through the front and took out. <laughs> so he's got a, oh. a ditch there. And so that, he was wondering what the strategies are for that. Um, it's uh, Bermuda grass, so I suspected I suspect that it'll be filled in pretty quick. Um, but he was he was exploring even sod uh, or seed. But I I don't think the uh, you know seed you could probably have that growing well in, in three weeks. But I would be I suspect that his uh, spreading from outside will will be that quickly, that just as quick as that. Yeah. Now the one problem he. I guess what do we got? Two two months more of Bermuda grass growing well. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. So depends on how, how if it stays cool. Yeah, and then he went to he went to check out the uh, bags of soil. You know, he didn't need a lot of soil, and so I, I thought it might be easier just to get some bags of soil to fill in that uh, that new trench. Yeah. So. I, I I think I'd just go ahead and, well, the problem, the problem I was talking to Trace a while ago, and uh, all everybody doesn't realize they, they figure when they, they can come to Millburgers and get sod anytime they want to. Well, you've got to keep in mind that uh, where they get their sod from, most mostly around around the Bay City area, has also been getting rain. Uh-huh. Which means that they can't go out and cut the sods 
uh, uh, you know, and, and bring the mail burden. Now we got one flat. We got a flat of horse herb left. There. Is that right? All right. Well, there, there was a flat yesterday. Uh, I didn't look to see if it was still there no, this I didn't morning. Check either this morning. <laughs> that horse herb is creeping into now the St. Augustine. It's. Uh, <laughs> I see the two commingling. Well, then, in the front yard. It's the battle with the frog fruit over there for at the butterfly garden too. Both of them are good butterfly plants. I think I bust bust her uh, to collect uh, yeah. horse herb is, is a good idea, Melvin. I think so too. Well, they do all these, you know, the water saver tour. And we yeah, have, uh, yeah, all, the, all the, the different, herb you know, tour. all the different areas have their own tours. We could have the horse herb. There tour. you go. So if your home would like to be on the horse herb tour, <laughs> <How are they? laughs> they call you directly. <laughs> Email. Mark, okay. I, I think he's saying that to you. He wants you to put that on the sauce package. Uh, oh, there you go. Yeah, Mark could do that. That'd be great. Now, if he they called, they don't have a grass they, on there, do they? They have uh, inland sea oats uh, and liriopes only. Yeah, oh, oh, shade tolerant. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, uh, butterfly now, iris. maybe if we called it straggler daisy, it would get more respect. Because I, I noticed that some is some that what his name are, is, straggler daisy? Yeah, some gardeners when I call it horse herb. Did you make that up? Huh? Did you make that up? I've heard no, that. No. I've oh, heard yeah. that name before. Okay. Oh right. no, that's yeah, that's common. Because uh, a lot of people, when we first started talking about it, looked at you, and then we matched notes. And yeah, St- Straggler Daisy is a much more elegant name. And then you can, then it's a uh, one of the uh, wonderful native plants rather than a, yeah, than a weed. It's in uh, no, Wodowski's book or whatever. Um, for ground covers, yeah, and the and the folks at uh, the uh, wild uh, wild lady uh, lady yeah. bird Johnson wild, wild, wild. wildflower area they they talk about it a lot. They were it was I think, an interesting oh, discussion yeah. with them. Yeah. yeah, on their site right now, straggler daisy, uh, lawn flower. Um, Why do they call it straggler? What is straggler? Hey, it's what a, does that it's mean? It's an aster family. That's interesting. I didn't know that. It's kind it's of an a aster. It's yeah. a beautiful aster. It's, it's an aster. Well, it's a, di- it it's a different plant. Jerry and I were noticing that uh, I've got these raised beds that I grow the citrus in, and I haven't done a great job this summer weeding them, but they're you know they're irrigated, and they got. They're fertilized and everything. You can't hardly recognize the that. In fact, looks like straggler daisies. Yeah. It's in there because it's <laughs> it's not you know, and then it's not mowed down or anything. Really hard, relatively hard to pull out when it's in that situation. Oh too. yeah. I, I want to give it another name. Milton's aster. Uh oh. Milton disaster. No. <laughs> uh. no, he can't even kill that one. Uh, no, I can't. It's, it grows in the house. Now we got to be careful yeah, but, because we yeah, no, but promised Evelyn that we would include yeah, her. Evelyn, we're going to name it after Evelyn. That's that old woman that calls in all the time. Wow. Evelyn's asking. Uh, Evelyn's going to come yeah, over yeah, here gonna... and kick your butt, <laughs> and you will, and, and you will deserve it. The, oh, according funny. to the. Uh, Lady Bird Johnson, wildlife, uh, wildflower. Yeah, let's see. You're as bad as me. Yeah, good it's got shade. got more than three words in the name. <laughs> yeah, I know. We're having trouble. A good shade ground cover with small yellow daisy flowers. Does well in full sun. Attracts small butterflies. Has interesting foliage. Uh, and is a nectar source. Well, if it attracts butterflies, I guess. Did they say it's a, 
uh, a weed that you can't control? Did they say that any place? No, they uh, they do say in the beginning. Um, Depending on your point of view, straggler daisy or horse herb is a pest or a welcome, shade-tolerant ground cover that tolerates moderate food traffic. There you go. Yeah, that's cool. Okay. It gained its popularity during the growth and interest in native plants. It's now occasionally available for sale at native plant nurseries, Mill Burgers, as it's for sale here too, though it's so easy to propagate that you can easily grow it on your own. Yeah, they're, they promote the idea of just... So digging a few out and transplanting them, and you don't even have to be real careful about it. Oh. And it'll, uh, that, it'll spread. They're going to have much better luck buying a four-inch pot and sticking it Oh, there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But the right. the other thing is that if you've got a uh, lawn in full sun and you've got six inches of good soil and you, and the lawn is thick, uh, horse herb doesn't do a great job oh, there. Oh, oh. It, it likes my rocky soil that's... Partial sun, partial shade, uh, and the slope. You can't grow anything else. Yeah, there. that's right. It just unless you unless you spent full time nursing the lawn along around. <laughs> but uh, it's a it's a good plant. Um, the other thing we keep reminding everybody if if you got horse herb out there, you're going to you'll see the black swallowtails. They use it for a nectar source, mm. and then uh, I think it's the same everywhere in my neighborhood. The deer browse it. And it's one of those plants that they can uh, eat at it and eat at it, and they seem to relish it, but uh, they don't ever wipe it out, you know. By the time they get to the one end of the yard, it's already it started already uh, grown back in the other end. Yeah. So that's a, it's kind of a new plant. But that other, the other, we, uh, in the certified butterfly garden, we have the frog fruit, too. That's kind of an interesting. It, it is. Yeah, and it's uh, kind of attractive. I, I know. Uh, I know. We used it on some landscape jobs that uh, actually was in the architect's rendering. And, uh, huh. So it's, it's right? becoming more popular. Yeah, and it uh, it stayed blooming in my yard. It stayed blooming all during that uh, droughty summer, uh, and didn't uh, I didn't irrigate it at all. It seems to be very forgiving. So uh, we actually have it back in our, our pond area uh, in one of the bog tables, and it does well there. It does well out here where it's not getting that kind of water as well. Yeah. you got to be a little careful. you gotta, you got to be, I think, tolerant of it growing to full size, which is probably six or seven inches. And because uh, if you mow it, it takes it a little while to re- recover. What I'm pointing at. It was, she had a uh, paper that the son had written that said tree hugger on it. That's funny. And she's hugging, hugging the tree. tree. Yeah. 210 308 8867. 210 308 8867. Toll free 866 308 8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. And uh, Trace is up here on the porch. What's going on, Trace? Well, I've walked around a little bit this morning and I made a, a list of some new things that we haven't had in a while. Oh, cool. So, uh, started out with a dwarf chenille. You know what that is? No. The chenille with the little furry, looks like a caterpillar bloom, but reddish. Oh, 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 okay. Yeah, uh, but this that. is a dwarf, so everything stays a little shorter. Huh. Um, we got in some root beer plant, and uh, yeah, the, a lot of people the, use that's that to cook shade. And a lot of people use it for cooking, so they'll take the leaf and they'll put whatever they're cooking inside, roll the leaf up. Oh. Yeah, they used to have some of that planted at the uh, 
over the botanical garden in the uh, garden for the blind because when you break it, it's it it break the leaves. It's fragrance root, of root beer. Root beer. Uh, we got in Althea's, including Blue Angel. All right. And I was telling you this morning, uh, my brother-in-law is going to come by and, and take one back to Mississippi. All right. It'll 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 love Mississippi. So I thought that was pretty it neat. Came, came out of uh, that kind of environment. Um, we did get in some new hostas and uh, all the different Japanese, well, not all the many varieties of Japanese maples, um, snake herb. Uh, if you're not familiar with that one, that's another good native that has like a little bluish purple flower on it. Is that another one that Paul named? Snake herb? Or? Maybe, but I think it's been around a lot longer than Paul has. Uh, we got in uh, some micron holly. And so for people that don't know what that is, it's basically a dwarf dwarf yopon. Oh, yeah. So the leaves are smaller. The overall stature of the plant is smaller. And then we got in eureka dwarf yopon it is a variegated version or a yellow version of a dwarf yopon martha stewart green i guess would be a better way to put it so it's not it's not that dark green it's a martha stewart green i don't know how to describe it you mean uh kermit the frog iron Iron plus won't help no it's (laughs) it's meant to be that way oh okay so i thought that was pretty neat uh let's see and we got our fruit trees in Yep. So we've got our fall shipment of fruit trees. In fact, some of them are even on sale. So peaches, pears, plums, apples, nectarines, so on and so forth. We also got in uh, pecan trees. And yeah. I think they're on special, too. I saw that yeah. uh, Florida King was on that list of uh, peach trees. That's These uh, last three years have been not a, not good for peaches, but that, that tree just somehow got enough cool weather and uh, got a had its crop and a good crop yeah. while everything else is uh, having trouble even coming le- having leaves come on it. We got in some blackberries. We haven't had those in a while. Blueberries. Blueberries. We haven't had those too. in a while. You uh, know what kind of blackberries? Uh, I can go look at names. I was just looking. It was raining this morning, so I was just oh, writing as I fast as... Cowboy, is it? I, I, I don't know. I'll go find okay. out, though. Okay. Uh, let's see what else. We got in avocados. So we got in the uh, a lot of the Mexican varieties that can eventually tolerate more cold. So you'd have to grow it in a pot for a few years till the bark turns brown, and then uh, you can take a chance on putting those in the ground once that happens. And uh, you mentioned the fruit trees in the three five-gallon container uh, on sale for twenty-six eighty-eight, and pecans regularly uh, ninety now on sale for sixty-eight eighty-eight. The seven See, we also got fresh citrus in, so we got a, mm. a good selection of uh, satsumas as well as a lot of other citrus trees. Really? Yeah. Satsumas. And we got in our first batch of, I believe it was Arctic Frost that's All right. grafted. From? from uh, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't Becknell. Becknell. No, it wasn't Becknell. It was uh, uh, Brazos. Brazos. Okay. But they look really, really nice. Good. Um, well, I'm glad there's still a steady supply. Coming. New things I saw on the availability that we'll be getting in this week. Yeah. Uh, Chinese cabbage. Jerry's giving me that look. Oh, yeah. No, he gives everybody that look. <laughs> that's, a, that's an excellent. Uh, easy uh, to grow. And why yeah, not? it can take uh, take our weather, uh, soils, and then it stores for for a long time, too. It's a, it's a good, uh, good plant. Yeah, and, uh, nothing eats it, even people. To, uh, pe- people do, but not... <laughs> Not semi-people, like, 
They're and, fussy people. And the first batch of cilantro will be coming in. This All week. right. Oh, good. Everybody waiting for cilantro. And celery? Not yet? No. no okay. Not yet. All right. I sure enjoyed our celery last year. So we can ask David about that you know, okay. next week. So hopefully, what do you mean? In. Ask him next week. Well, and he can, well, no, he's well, not going to call in. He's not going to call so in. So it's up to us to promote well, it. So we have to ask him next what week. What is he doing? Taking some time off? Huh? David? I'm, he's not calling to talk, to, talk I, to us. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Huh? Did anybody do something to upset him? No, not that I know. Okay, so <laughs> David will be here next week. That's what we're referring to, uh, doing a presentation from 10.30 to noon, free, Saturday. Uh, and it's on uh, fall gardening, fall vegetable gardening, uh, fall and winter vegetable gardening. And uh, it's a, a, a class he's done before. Lots of folks come out and enjoy it. It's in the amphitheater. You don't have to make a reservation. It's absolutely free. Bring a notebook and a pen, lots of questions, and David will answer all of them. Just one of the ways that Millburgers helps you have a great gardening experience uh, by providing the free classes. So uh, go to MillburgerNursery.com to learn more. MillburgerNursery.com. You know, there's another program uh, this week, tomorrow. Um, the uh, Garden Volunteers of South Texas. Oh, that's right. Yeah, their program is uh, at noon, noon to 3 p.m. Um, and. Uh, Rachel Sinowski is going to talk about the uh, some native plants, and then Mark Fanick is going to talk about fall gardening too. So that's a program that's at the San Antonio Garden Center, and it's it's one one they hold every uh, every month, yeah, from twelve to three. And they'll there'll be some snacks there, and they appreciate donations. But they also want you to consider joining the. Gardening Volunteers of South Texas, a lot of opportunities there to have fun in gardening, learn a lot in gardening, and uh, they, but that group works on a lot of Jerry's and my projects, uh, different projects. That's that one of the best doing. ways to learn is from other people's mistakes. And it's fun. Yeah. I mean, it's fun to be with uh, other gardeners. And, and, and they'll all admit when they did something wrong so that they can tell everybody yeah. not to do it and then what they did have success with and how they got it. So. And it, you can get in... Uh, Teaching projects, you can get digging the dirt projects, re- so research. You can help uh, with the research program. Uh, so, to, uh, go to the uh, attend the class on Monday at noon, and uh, check out the opportunities and uh, see if you want to become a garden volunteer of South Texas. Did you say where it was? No, I didn't. Uh, I didn't do that very well. Well, <laughs> it's at the uh, garden center. Which is on, uh, what's the, at Funston, 3310 New, North New Braunfels, over there by the Botanical Garden. We need to work on them having some of those here. Uh, kind of what? I think we should try to have some of those here. DVSD meetings? Yeah. Yeah, we could. Well, they, yeah, they, they had uh, on their, they do the oh, landscape meetings, and some of the best success they've had is when they move it around. Hmm. And then back in the old days when we did, used to do uh, the uh, festival, well, festival of flowers, no, no, what was the plant giveaway? We, we used to do that. We used to move it all over the community, and uh, that was cool. The different neighborhoods and yeah. folks would uh, show up. Uh, so, yeah, that's a good thing to explore. 
All right, we need to take a break. So, Trace, hang on. We'll get to the plant of the weekend right after this. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. You can give us a call at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. More in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. It's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And I want to talk to you about something we don't normally talk about this time of year. That's fall fruit trees. That's right. Normally when we're talking about fruit trees, we're talking about them in January, early February. But Millburgers tried something a couple years ago, and it's been a big success. So now Millburgers has a great selection of freshly arrived fall Fruit trees. These are some of your favorites, including apples and peaches, pears, plums, nectarines, all of them chosen because they do well in this area. And they're on sale in the five-gallon container for just twenty-six eighty-eight. Another item on sale, too, that's time to plant is pecans. Fresh shipments have just arrived of all your favorite pecans, and they're in the seven-gallon container for just sixty-eight eighty-eight. This week at Millburgers, you'll find savings on ground covers, fall garden mums, petunias, and much, much more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Boulevardy Road on the web at millburgernursery.com. Take a moment and rate your lifestyle on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 is a life that's nothing like the life you were promised after getting good grades, a college degree, and a good job in corporate America. 10 is the life of your dreams. If you answered anything less than a 10, tune into the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell, self-made millionaire and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, will show you how to live the life of your dreams and pay for it with passive income. Tune in to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The answer. It's no secret that life is hard, and it really hits close to home on the one you love, the one who raised you, fed you, and kissed your ouchie when you took a fall. Now they're the ones who need help in their daily lives, and it's stressful. You feel guilty because you can't be there all the time. This is Baron Wiley, and if I can help take that stress away from you, if you know someone that needs help, I have the answer. It's in-home senior care, led by my dear friend Greg Perkins, who's been a big blessing to me. Inhomeseniorcare.com is where you'll see all that they do to keep your mom, your dad, your husband, or your wife, keep them independent and in the home of their memories. In-home senior care does all the things you'd expect, dressing, feeding, grooming, helping around the home, but what you'll appreciate most is the caregiver's special touch that makes them become family. They read to them, they go on doctor's visits, even take them to church. Call them right now to get a free assessment. In-home senior care can have someone in your your home today 210-256-2273 that's 210-256-CARE in home senior our world is in a state of unrest what will happen next how will it affect me can i make a difference who can we turn to for answers well that's simple turn to us 9 30 a.m the answer so alexa is making everyone's life easier now you can ask her to turn on your lights or play your favorite radio station and of course that's 9 30 a.m the answer we've got the answers you need every day through alexa or at 9 30 a.m the answer And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. Spider-Man Pest Control is a sponsor of the show, and uh, Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control has been knocking it out since 1976, taking care of all your problems with insects in your home 
or uh, rodents, things like that. And uh, they uh, have a new thing called the N2Care Mosquito Trapping System, which may be something that you want to check out after all the rains because uh, they may be a bigger issue uh, after this. So you can call them and find out more about how it works. They use it at Disney World um, and uh, like it a great deal. Use it here at the nursery. Uh, 210-656-3721. 210-656-3721. You can go find them online at GoSpiderManPest.com and uh, find out all the things they do. Wildlife management, lawn fertilization, pest and termite services. Some of their specials, all of them are online at GoSpiderManPest.com. All right, 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867. Are you ready, sir? Uh, yeah. All right, yeah. well, we are ready for the plant of the weekend. Weekend, weekend, weekend. Okay, that's that's the cue, guys. Plant of the weekend. There we go. So we had great success with this uh, plant last Saturday and Sunday just by mentioning it. And uh, so we sold almost everything we had. So I got a few more. This is a Mexican bird of paradise, mm-hmm. Cesalpino pulcherum, and it, it is a, a different colored bloom. So the foliage looks the same as the normal one that everybody sees around town, the oranges, yellow, and red in it. This one has more pink in it. And the new bloom as it opens has like a, a rim of white or cream colored around the bloom and then it, then that tends to go away as the bloom matures um so we've got two sizes we've got a, a two gallon which is what we experimented with last week and they are 299 and we got no. in which can be 12.99 thank, thank you. you okay ah yeah 12.99 we're gonna get lots of people yeah, coming over you bet um <laughs> the, the, at least it was halfway in my head i was missing yeah. the one uh then we got in a one gallon uh that is 9.99 and uh so there's a uh, a good chunk of both, and we also have a sample plant here that uh, is already in bloom, so you yeah. can see the different color in it. And we did experiment trying to get that on uh, our Facebook. Yeah, so I posted on the on Millburgers Facebook page, and um, you can go look for posts when you go to the Facebook page. Look for posts, and uh, you'll uh, see my name, and then just click on the picture, and you'll see a picture of it. It's that easy. Uh, but it's very pretty, uh, and it's one of those things where folks are going to notice it and kind of wonder where you got that. Yeah. So uh, if you can't come by today, you can call and have them reserve some for you at 210-497-3760, 210-497-3760. Sir, did you have a question? Can we can we ask it on the air? Sure. Okay. Well, here, we're going to give you the mic. you got three folks to, to help you out here. Go ahead. You're on the air. Okay, thanks. My name's uh, Todd, and I uh, live out in uh, Universal City. I've got a chocolate uh, persimmon that we bought, and I think I heard before that we need to get another one uh, mate for it. And uh, now chocolate, chocolate's a pollinator. Pollinator. What does that mean? It means it pollinates uh, giant fuyu and eureka and uh, some of those. Okay, so will it fr- give fruit itself? or? Yes. Yes. Okay. After after about three or four years. Okay. It's a, and it's a smaller fruit. Right. Okay. Fruit. And then we got some uh, some darkness on the on the base of the uh, the oh. tree there. And I was wondering if maybe if we're 
if we're doing something wrong in particular, or if uh, that that's where where the mulch was. You had mulch up against the tree. Um, so. It may have been when we bought it. We just bought it here, like. Uh, Four or five months ago. This is in a big pot. We're waiting to plant it when we actually move. Oh, it's move. in a pot. Yeah. We wanted to uh, give it a little love before we uh, found a place we're going to move into. Oh. Uh, they, may, they may have just watered it right before the pig. Yeah, I, th- I think. Yeah, it's I think it's it, dark all the time there. So, I mean, it seems to be growing okay. It's got... Uh, yeah, it's got pretty leaves. Oh yeah, and some, looks good. some maybe bugs or something occasionally. Just make sure that bark is not uh, right up against the the trunk of the tree. Okay, okay. Yeah, when it, when it's planted, it needs to be, if anything, more shallow than you, you don't you don't want that soil up against that trunk. Up against the bark. And we're we're sensitive about it because we've been seeing with uh, even with all the drought all summer, but then when these rains came. We're seeing uh, we're seeing a lot of problems right at the base of, of plants. Okay. And so. Okay. It, and then this is a fig tree. Do you think is that okay the way the roots are going out there from the? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, fig shallow, kind of shallow rooted. Okay. Good. Yeah. Starting to. We think we over fertilized it, but it's starting to get the second crop of fruit. But they're real small. The figs. Yeah, they won't mature either. Okay. Uh, one of them has gotten brown um, and okay. a little squishy. We haven't tried. We haven't opened it up to see if it's sweet or all. But uh, <laughs> but you think it'll recover next year? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great. All right. So if we were to get a mate, it's in a pot too, right? It is. Yeah. Because okay. I'm in the Air Force, so we move around. Okay. We think this will be our last assignment, and then we'll find a house to move into for good, and then we'll plant them. There you go. Okay. Good. Okay. You and can pr- prune that fig back if you want to. We have. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. Maybe we should do it in the, uh, we do that in the? In February. In February. February, March. Okay. Get a Fuyu. Fuyu to go with the uh, chocolate. Yeah. Okay. That's well, that's my favorite. Is that yours? Okay. We heard they're on sale, or at least some of the fruit trees are on sale. So. Yeah, I don't, I don't think the persimmons are. But... Okay. All right. Well, thanks, gentlemen. All right. Good luck. Thanks. Thank you. Have fun. Hope you don't have to move the pots again, you know. Yeah. Is it is it the same going on the uh, airplanes to the different assignments, if you, with the pots rather than the pets or the kids? Or? <laughs> mm-hmm. you just bring them with you. <laughs> That's uh, that. Then these are the best examples for a nursery commercials. <laughs> yeah, we want to talk about the the kids or the pets. No, we want to talk about the our favorite the cook, Lansing containers. <laughs> Sounds good. Thanks. Thanks. Bye bye. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. And uh, let's see. So we talked about the plant of the weekend. Yes, we did. Um, what else is going on? Uh, let's see. We talked about David coming. Well, they had heard mm-hmm. about your fruit, uh, the, the fruit yes, trees here. Did. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We do have a an herb seminar coming up. Uh, verify the date and uh yes uh rob mary dumford will be doing it and it does oh not... well i guess if i guess if jerry wasn't available mary's the best next yeah. yeah yeah <laughs> second second choice so uh, she'll be out here and the dates are still tentative but it does not uh it, it does not coincide with the herb thing downtown does, oh, mary, yeah. does mary do cooking too they are going to do they're going tasting. to have somebody gonna, well she's got another young lady coming with her and okay they're going to do uh some tasting with different vinaigrettes and how to use some of these cold weather 
crops good. Uh, and salads. Good, yeah. Ooh, that yeah. sounds interesting, yeah. So it's all it's gonna be all culinary use. Milton will check it for you. I'm sure I'm sure there'll be people that have medicinal questions and she, mm-hmm. she can definitely answer all of them. Oh yeah. All right, 210-308-8867. Mark is on the line. Hey there, Mark. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Doing good. How are y'all? Good. What's going on, man? Uh, I got a pomegranate tree, and it's got some pomegranates on it, and I want to know when do I harvest those? Uh, you don't know what kind. Is it... Is it, is it uh... Uh, Jasmine, I think. Oh, okay. So it, it'll turn it it turn red, I guess. Yeah, they're starting to. They're they're you know mostly or somewhat green, and they're about halfway starting to turn red. Yeah. So do I Next wait month. for them to get completely red? Uh, have, you, have you got lots of them? Yeah. How many you got? Uh probably got about ten, ten or twelve, maybe on the tree. Well, you could. Uh, I'd let them go a little while longer, and then and test one that looks the most ripe, and then because I, I, I don't want to get your hopes up. Okay. I, yeah, you told yeah. me before that they might get like a fungus or something. Yeah, rot in there. There you go. He 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 listened. Oh. Yeah, my pink yeah. Uh, pink satins. Where I looked at them, they were looking good in there, and then they but they've got. Penetrations and uh, yeah, some uh, secondary kind of um, material, materials too. So I guess because like, the there's little there's little black spots and stuff on the on the fruit. Is that the fungus or that's the outside symptoms? Yeah. Oh, okay. Usually, usually the the black black seed are in the in the center of it. Now, okay. if you don't want, if you don't want to eat them. Uh, they, I don't think they rot. I mean, that they can have that black interior uh, without have without rotting. Have you have you noticed that, Calvin? Uh, well, I kind of eat around them sometimes. Uh, <laughs> eat around the rot places. Yeah, you know, the some of the seed is still yeah. good even when yeah, there's... yeah. But uh, just when they get a little bit redder, go ahead and. Uh, and cut cut one open and uh, see if it's black in there. Okay. If, if it if it oh. is black, uh, use them for ornamentals. In other words, let them oh. let them stay on there until they turn real red, and then uh-huh. then you can uh, dry them out, dry them off, dry them out somewhere, and shellac them. And use them for ornamentals. Is that is that exactly why you planted that tree so you could well, shellac the fruit? Trying to make Mark. something out of nothing here. Yeah, I can, yeah, I can I can make Christmas ornaments out of them. Exactly. You know, in the old days, exactly. wasn't too many years ago that that was the the value they were. Oh yeah. Uh, even they were advertising on our show or putting out the word on our show that uh, gardeners wanted them for. Uh, crafts. Oh yeah, and paying a good price. Twenty-five dollars a dozen. Yeah, wow. As I remember. Now we're trying to eat them. You're trying to eat them. Yeah. Let us know, Mark. Yeah, you're thanks, Mark. Because uh, cashmere is so you're supposed to be one of those that's okay. uh, a good variety. Okay, What's that, so you're Mark? That basically, probably about October is when you get them. Right. Yeah. Right. October. Right. Okay. 
All right. Thanks a lot. All right, thank good you. luck to you. You take care. Bye-bye. That'll free up a line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Everybody should notice that their citrus uh, satsumas and and uh, uh, the citrus are swelling. They're in their, what, what, their last uh, swell stage. Now, what I'm worried about is with all this rain, if they, if they not, might not uh, split. Oh, our bust. What I was seeing is that uh, my uh, limes are are blooming and putting putting on little yeah, fruit. Yeah, yeah, they got probably a new flush of the grow. Yeah. And so, a uh, grapefruit grapefruit is uh, it's getting big. The li- lemons are doing fine. Some of the satsumas too are all right. So what are we? That's another October. Yeah. Time. Yeah. Well, when we checked it uh, about with four or five different varieties out at Uvalde, uh, we did a, a, a research on exactly when when they are the sweetest and when they the, get the ripest. And uh, about the end, middle to end of October, that late was, was when most of them uh, Miho, Sito. Okitsu. Now that that's when they were uh, sweet enough to harvest, but uh, of course they the, the the a lot of times the fruit doesn't have to turn orange before it's uh-huh. ready to harvest, ready to eat. When your uh, when your yield is huge, that's why I always recommend yeah. use use them when you can. That's right. Like the lemons and limes, because you. You don't. You don't want to keep them all. They're they're basically high quality. Is uh, pretty sudden, and but you can uh, extend the season and use them up usefully. You don't want to get stuck with uh, bushels of them all at once. <laughs> you have to give them to your neighbors and stuff. Yeah, or bring us some. Have to bring. Sure, us some. that'd be nice. All right, 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867. Heading back to the phone lines, going to talk to James, calling us with a question on molasses, 210-308-8867. Hey, James, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Hey, pretty good. We finally got some rain, man, about six inches out here in Marion. Oh, good. Um, hey, um. I wanted to buy some molasses from the guy with the big truck, and it's uh, a feed molasses. It's got urea in it, and uh, I wanted to know what's up with that. What, what do you mean? What, 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 it having urea in it? Yeah. Is, it, is that going to be valuable for fertilizer? Is there too high a percentage of urea or what? You know, can we use it for the... Um, uh, Injecting into the uh, liquid feed on the on the yeah, urea pack. is a is a form of nitrogen fertilizer, yes, and uh, so I, I have no idea how, how how to tell you how much to use. What what are you going? What do you want to put it in your compost pile, or you want to do? What do you want to do with it? I I put it in the fertilizer injector. Add a tablespoon per gallon, and I put it on everything except the. Oh, top. okay, okay. What's what? that'll work? 
What what is the idea of uh, mixing the molasses with the urea? Is that? Is, I'm sure I don't know. That's it, why I'm calling it, you guys. Make it a higher nitrogen source. See the just molasses. Making the molasses a higher. Yeah, yeah. See the molasses is just a, is just a carbohydrate or a yeah, sugar source. Yeah. But I was just thinking. It, it doesn't it doesn't necessarily it causes a rapid breakdown of organic material. But it doesn't so, have a doesn't doesn't have a lot of nitrogen value. Now urea, so, you've got you've got to use that appropriately too, or you'll have yeah. But he's talking about a tablespoon per gallon. Okay. So that's that's yeah. Okay. It, it's uh, it's not much. It's just to keep uh, when I do uh, the end of the hose uh, feed, I got a little molasses coming out. Uh, you know, get the carbohydrates up there, but I didn't right. know. Uh, I didn't know about that uh, urea. If that was all right or not, uh, it's uh, it's a I don't feed see, rate. I, I don't, yeah, I don't see why it should. Well, it shouldn't be okay. Okay, well, we'll uh, see. If we can get a 15 gallon barrel filled up here pretty quick. There you go. Good deal. All right, all right. All right. thanks. All right, thanks, sir. Hi, James. You take care. We got to take a break. While we do, give us a call 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. I'm Milton Glick. We're live at Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevard Road on 930 AM, The Answer. It's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And I want to talk to you about something we don't normally talk about this time of year. That's fall fruit trees. That's right. Normally when we're talking about fruit trees, we're talking about them in January, early February. But Millburgers tried something a couple years ago, and it's been a big success. So now Millburgers has a great selection of freshly arrived fall Fruit trees. These are some of your favorites, including apples and peaches, pears, plums, nectarines, all of them chosen because they do well in this area. And they're on sale in the five-gallon container for just $26.88. Another item on sale, too, that's time to plant is pecans. Fresh shipments have just arrived of all your favorite pecans, and they're in the seven-gallon container for just $68.88. This week at Millburgers, you'll find savings on ground covers, fall garden mums, petunias, and much, much more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Boulevardy Road on the web at millburgernursery.com. If you lease office, retail, or warehouse space for your business, the last thing you want to do is overpay the landlord. But it happens every day. Hi, I'm Scott McMurray and president of Bottom Line Realty Advisors. We work with business people who want an effective strategy for their next real estate decision. Whether leasing or buying, it affects your bottom line. Your landlord has representation, and you should too. Even if you're a good tenant with no plans to move at all, you're the most vulnerable to getting a really bad deal. We only represent our clients, never landlords, so we have no conflict of interest. We stay on your side. Call me, Scott McMurrian, at 210-535-7800, and we'll negotiate from a position of strength. BottomLineRealtyAdvisors.com Bottom Line Realty Advisors, we get the landlord off your bottom line. 
This is Barry Hagendorf with Deck and Patio Care at 822-9147. For 23 years, I specialize in sealing all types of weathered decks and patios, also creating the outside room, a combination of custom-built wooden decks and arbors, flagstone patios, outside kitchens, outside fireplaces, and water features, hence the outside room. Look out your window. Do you see a prematurely weathered gray deck? I'll clean and seal it with the best wood preservatives to a natural cedar tone. It really can look new again. Do you have a pebblestone patio driveway or pool deck? I have a process that seals and polishes the rock to a golden wet look. Or maybe you have a flagstone pool deck or patio. I clean to the natural color and seal out water, stopping chipping and flaking. Call 822-9147. I'd like to personally create your outside room or show you how to make your deck, fence, flagstone, or pebblestone look better than new. Call Barry Hagendorf, Deck and Patio Care. I'm in the yellow pages, 822-9147. a.m. The Answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch. Hey, listen, if you're looking for furniture, you're sitting there watching the game or listening to the radio and you uh, decide, you know what, this uh, this recliner, uh, it's seen its better days. I need a new one. Check out the guys over at Furniture Now. Uh, they've got great prices, and right now they're having their Internet sale. So their Internet flash sale, lowest prices they've ever had. You can check them out online at FurnitureNow.com. But great quality, great selection. You can go to the two stores here as well. Uh, that's Evers and 410 uh, and uh, 1604 and Lookout Road right next to Burlington. Uh, but these guys have been... Uh, selling furniture in san antonio uh the family has for over a hundred years actually it's a hundred years i think this year when steve was explaining it to us but they know how to how to treat you right they know what makes successful furniture sales which is does that mean that you'll have to help them move the furniture into your (laughs) no they've got younger people helping too yeah so you're okay uh but uh, yeah and they can deliver and if it's in the showroom it can be delivered the next day they've got a no hassle return policy that you'll really like um, they know customer service. They know pricing. They know quality. They know what works. Uh, that's why they've been in business so long. Furniture Now. Uh, you can go Furniture Now. Two locations, Evers and 410 and 1604 and Lookout Road. And, of course, FurnitureNow.com. Our number, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, and uh, 866-308-8867, the number to call if you're outside of San Antonio. You know, I can tell what kind of tomatoes people are growing just by the questions they're asking. Really? I guess I'm I'm a little bit psychic now. Are you a to, to, tomato psychic? A psychotic, anyway. <laughs> yes. Uh, right, let's see. Let's see you at work. Question in. It says, "I have some large tomato plants that I planted last spring." Uh huh. They're keep in mind they're large now, indeterminate types. Uh, they have not been producing. That's a that's a, a key uh, a, a key to figuring out what they are. I was wondering if they can start producing again when the when the weather cools. Okay, here's you got to understand the the psyche of this person. They. They're they're wanting to hold on to a tomato plant that they planted last spring that got real big, 
But it didn't produce anything. It didn't produce anything. And so they want to hold it, hold it through to the fall and see if it will not produce anything <laughs> this fall, okay? Well, they said again, didn't they? Yeah. They said, will it produce again? It can start producing again. And uh, that's... No. It said uh, they have not been producing. That's, that's yeah. one of the sentences. So do you know what kind of tomato that is? Heirloom? Heirloom. Look at Milton. <laughs> You're a pistol, Milton. I know my stuff. Uh, <laughs> I can read it on your face. Uh, it, it's not a hybrid because they will have already produced. Now, should, should you... There's not a... If, if it's a large-fruited heirloom uh, and it hadn't got fruit on it already... Yeah. Then, uh, well, I, I, I don't hold out much much hope that it's going to produce uh, a ripe tomato uh, in the fall. No, we because don't, most of the time they're real big. Yeah, we don't want to frighten people that have just planted their fall tomatoes, recommended varieties, and they're getting big now. Yeah. But uh, we expect them to start setting fruit. Well, the, some of the cherry tomatoes have started set fruit already, but uh, within a couple of weeks, three weeks, I think they'll be yeah. starting to set fruit. Um, the the uh, determinate and semi-determinate uh, hybrids that are recommended for fall. So I would suggest to this person that they, they do try to, since it's too, it's almost too low. We've got some tomato left, some large fruit tomato. I mean, large plants of. Uh, in gallon-sized containers uh, of tomatoes, there's some are still left, but it's getting late to plant. Uh, so since you've already got this plant, and I assume it's not in, got insects and disease on it, uh, I'd go ahead and try it again. But I, with that, I'll tell you that if it didn't produce this spring, probably not going to produce this fall. So next, next year, or next usually, well, uh, Millburger sells a, a few heirloom tomatoes, mm-hmm. but the majority of tomatoes that sold here at Millburgers are are producers. That they, that's that's where we test them out in the field to see uh, for two or three years to see if they are producers. Cherokee Purple is one heirloom that uh, yeah, yeah that seems to produce well, seems to do well. well. Yeah. So are heirlooms less susceptible to spider mites than hybrid? no? Okay, so he just got lucky that he didn't get beat up. He with might have them and doesn't know. Oh, okay. Hey, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. I just got a message. The gardening class that David Rodriguez will be doing next Saturday, in case you haven't heard, is called. Fall and winter vegetable gardening here at Millburgers, 10.30 to noon. It's absolutely free. And David will cover topics on how to grow fall and winter vegetables, give you some ideas, answer any questions you have. It's a great presentation. It's one of the Earth Kind uh, seminars that uh, uh, Millburgers does once a month to uh, increase your gardening experience, your success in gardening. And they're absolutely free. And I just found out next Saturday, 10.30 to noon, rain or shine. If it's raining... It'll be in the greenhouse, 
If it's shining, it'll be in the amphitheater. So don't worry if you want to come see this and it's uh, drizzly or wet, just come on out anyway, and uh, David will be in the greenhouse uh, talking to folks. So I think they're talking about another another uh, group. Uh, Rains. Weather. Well, yeah, we should have a few days with that. Uh, Next Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, we'll have a few days that where the percentage is relatively low. Right now, the sun is out. Yeah. And we're relatively um, pleasant. Yep. So for more information, go to millburgernursery.com. That's millburgernursery.com. And, yeah, the sun is out here at Millburgers. And uh, as the sun comes out, more and more gardeners come visit with us. Uh, so come on out and visit with us. Ask your gardening question in person or just come by and wave at us like that gentleman did. Remember David motto. If it grows, he knows. No, if it rains, he goes in the greenhouse. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> is that his new motto? Yeah, that's his new motto. Oh, I like that one. Now, if, uh, those of you, we haven't talked about butterflies in a while, but the uh, we with the sun coming out now, the, uh, we talked to yes, yesterday that uh, the porter weeds started to bloom up a storm, and the hummingbirds and the butterflies have uh, gone there to get that nectar. Also, the uh, here at Millburgers, we've got the uh, milkweed, a couple of you know, we've got a native milkweed, and also the uh, tropical milkweed, zinnias. Uh, zinnias are uh, three different kinds of zinnias uh, that you can utilize. They're good. It's good. Butterfly feed. Well, I've been watching the queens on those uh, uh, Gre- uh, Greg's mist, mist flower. Oh, yeah. Right? See, see them over there? There's two or three that hasn't, hasn't yeah. left those mist flowers. Yeah, they're... Uh, those are queens, aren't they, right? Yeah, probably, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but we expect the... So the, the point I was going to make, we expect the monarchs to come cruising through on their way down to the Mexico wintering grounds and so they we we don't expect the monarchs they usually don't lay eggs here in the fall they're just they wait till next spring but uh, it's kind of neat to have them and uh, have all that uh, nectar producing plants so that they can hang around a little while and get refreshed before they go on their trip and then plus the Jerry's queens he's talking about the Golf fritillaries and all the swallowtails. Yeah. If you got if you got citrus in your backyard, you got the <laughs> to the giant swallowtails and horse herb. You got the black swallowtails. If you got zinnias, you got all three of them. They love the zinnias. And you said that the hummingbirds are are beginning to come through. That's true. The uh, we've had a couple of the listeners call in and uh, talk about the uh, ruby throats they've seen and. Uh, then I saw with, at the porterweed, uh, the coral porterweed that's really blooming up a storm now. There was uh, there was a black swallow, a black chin hummingbirds, and the uh, ruby throat hummingbirds uh, kind of maneuvering and dogfighting for dominance. On it's kind of fun, kind of fun to watch them. The mig- during the migration is uh, one of the best times to watch the. Uh, the butterflies, they, I mean the hummingbirds, they are uh, kind of footloose, you know, ready for action. And then <laughs> you, you, somebody ends up dominant, and then they disappear. They go on their migration, and a new 
a new flight comes in. Yeah, my my grandson got upset the other day because they've got a great big uh, a window, a glass window, and uh, one a hummingbird flew into that window. Oh and no! Killed himself or herself, yeah. whatever. But uh, he he was upset. Yeah, they know. get pretty wild and aggressive flying around and yeah. dog bites. And if you got see uh, the reflection, sugar, you know, sugar water feeder. We talked a lot about the nectar producing plants with sugar water feeders help. Pentas, if you got a shady patio, uh, get get a couple of pentas in containers and just put them on the patio. That'll bring the butterfly, the hummingbirds in, and then of course firebush. We got. You guys see any? Uh, we got firebush and bloom. Yeah, I see a uh, turkey cap there. Yeah, turkey cap is looking good all over the landscapes. Yeah, and the hummingbirds really like that. But um, yeah, yeah, just get uh, yeah. The thing about firebush and pentas, you can uh, you can just take take it. You can put them in a fancier container if you want, or you but you can just put them in a container on the patio. They'll perform really well, and. Uh, the hummingbirds like them, and it'll come come in for easy observation. I haven't. I, I want y'all to tell me if I'm losing my mind or what. All right, you're well, losing ha, 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 have, have the pride of Barbados quit blooming? You know, I, I don't see any. I, my, I've seen blooms on pride of Barbados. I mean, but it was early in the week. Maybe I thought were... my the ones in my neighborhood had, but it looks like they've got a they've renewed. Uh, there's uh, and this I'm you know this is a small sample, but uh, renewed from flowers. Yeah, just uh, there's a about a row of six of them there, and uh, all but one has got flowers on it again. And the last time we but talked, they're sparse, about, right? Um, not this bunch. Is that right? Yeah, but this is a you know this is a one planting. Now we, I swore that uh, it was too shady for that planting, but they're mm-hmm. they're looking good. I was time. just wondering if they, if it's it's a day length or a cool weather phenomena. Yeah, that's, that, uh, that's, that's what uh, we speculated. Yeah, here. yeah. It'd be nice if we had another month or six weeks of. The booms. All right. Well, that music tells us we got to go. Is that to music? A, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, we got to get ready to get you caught up with the news. So while we take a break, why don't you give us a call? The phone number is 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Or come by Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevardy Road, and we'll answer your gardening question in person. You can visit the Boy Scouts while you're here, and uh, they're selling popcorn to raise money uh, for their troop and for their uh, volunteer services for the support the troops. All right, back in a moment. We're back with Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, where the sun is out, shining bright, here at Millburgers at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. We encourage you to come on by and uh, visit with us, ask your gardening questions in person, visit the Boy Scouts, uh, and have a nice t- Sunday afternoon here at Millburgers. Great-looking cold crops, broccoli, cauliflower. Yeah, you said cabbage. they like this, the weather that we're having, oh, the yeah. coolness. Yeah. You can mud them in, too. 
mud them in? Yeah, you know, if you if your garden is you you prepared it, you've fertilized it, and everything, and but it's 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 got it started raining before you got the plant. Okay. So so if you plant them in the mud, you can mud them in uh, for the cold crops. Okay. Like the cabbage and broccoli and cauliflower and that bunch. To get them in as soon, or you can wait till it dries. So, which ones? Uh, any of the ones we have at the nursery? Uh, it's time to plant them. Oh yeah, right. All of them. Okay, all of them. Yeah. All right. Um, they're doing fine, except you. Again, you got to watch, watch the uh, cabbage loopers because yeah. they're. <laughs> at uh, the other thing is with all the rains, if you spray. The, uh, I, well, I left mine in containers for a while, put them under a shed roof, and then I could spray them there. And then I put them into the, the garden, mudded them in, like Jerry's saying, and uh, and they started growing. But they also got a new hatch of uh, cabbage loopers in there. So you got to spray, and and then the rain kind of, if you, if, you, if you let it dry out, it works pretty well. But uh, just keep your eye on it because it doesn't. Didn't take long for the loopers to get back. Cutworms will be yeah. there too. And we're looking at uh, 60 days on this green uh, on this uh, uh, green magic uh, broccoli uh, before you'll ha- have a harvestable head. So that's let's see, October, uh, middle October, middle then yeah, well before Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, yeah. Sounds good. Um, and Jerry, we, uh, you know, we talked about uh, this is uh, the the Bermuda grass is a good time to use one of the contact herbicides with uh, with uh, to, for grasses to get your Bermuda grass in control because it's with the rain, it's probably moving into oh, your, yeah. your raised beds. So watch that; uh, pretty effective. Now it doesn't; it's not a real quick kill. Uh, not as quick as Roundup, but generally you can tell it gets a little off color and it stops growing, and that you're pretty safe, then that indicates that it's in the system. Now, the other thing is uh, uh, Roundup, this is a good time if you get poison ivy or yeah. uh, other, other things. This is generally the time of the year we look to get uh, poison ivy under control, too, and uh, Roundup is a good time thing yeah, to use. Yeah, Neil, Neil had a question on that. Can I spray poison ivy now? Uh, what should I use? And uh, Neil says you can certainly try use a broadleaf weed killer containing 2,4-D and coat the leaves with it uh, with relatively small droplets from a pump sprayer. Read and follow label directions and avoid damage to desirable plants nearby. Uh, odds are you'll have to repeat the treatment next uh, late late next April or May. Uh, broadleaf broadleaf uh, weed killers are more effective on vigorous new growth. Uh, for years. Uh, We've recommended for for a poison ivy at this time of the year. We've recommended glyphosate or Roundup. You can also use um, grass be gone for Bermuda grass. That if you if you got this 
hang up about Roundup or glyphosate, but uh, things like uh, I guess Ornamec, Ornamec, and uh, Post Fusilade, Fusilade, and uh, uh, Ortho uh, Graspigon can be used instead of uh, the Roundup if you bought bought into the Roundup uh, hysteria. Yeah, but that uh, won't work for uh, for the uh, poison ivy. It yeah, won't work. No, won't work for that. Poison yeah, ivy. just for the Bermuda grass. Yeah. Now I don't. I've never used a two a two four D thing for uh, poison ivy. I don't know how effective that would be or not. I don't either. Uh, but he Neil Neil doesn't want to get controversial and mess, mention. Uh, Roundup that we've been mentioning for 30 years, uh, which is a really good poison ivy control. And also, uh, also uh, is, is used at this time of the year for it to be most effective, as I remember. Yeah, it's good. Now, uh, since we touched on the Roundup thing, uh Malcolm Beck wrote a wrote an article on on Roundup, and uh, we uh, I put it on PlantAnswers.com. And because everybody's uh, talked about it and concerned about it, uh, I, I this morning I sent it to my webmaster to put on PlantAnswers.com uh, in the uh, in the uh, topics of the month section. And uh, it's by by Malcolm, and it's been pl- it's been uh, published in uh, several organic magazines uh, uh, around around the country. Hmm. And so uh, you can read what Malcolm wrote about uh, Roundup or glyphosate. Uh, also, I realize that uh, some people are extremely. They they bought into this idea that uh, Roundup is 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 dangerous, and uh, by listening to some some other radio talk shows, and uh, you know carcinogenic and all this kind of stuff, I don't I don't think people realize how much. Roundup is used in commercial agriculture. Uh, we're we're talking about uh, uh, probably eighty to ninety percent of all commercial producers, and that, that's a that's a low estimate. Use uh, glyphosate or Roundup in some fa- form or fashion, either on their crops or. To control weeds in their in their uh, around the the farm, so uh, and we 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 have only heard uh, this one one problem that that, uh, a cal- that came out of California, by the way, and uh, it's caused the problem, and everybody's now panic stricken. But if you if you are concerned. That uh, that you have, you know, that you have purchased Roundup in the past, uh, and you don't know what to do with it. Don't don't pour it down the sink, or don't pour it down the toilet, or 
put it in a landfill. Uh, we will take your, I talked to Trace, and he said, we will, if you want to get rid of your Roundup or glyphosate herbicide, uh, if you will bring it by Millburgers and put it on the porch here, I will be more than glad to see that it is distributed properly and according to label instructions. And that, that way you won't have any on the porch, in, in the garage, or you won't have to worry. But this is one, thing, one less thing you'll have to worry about. Now, be sure that it's got a top on it and things like that. So Label's uh, still on it. Label's still on it. And so... Uh, that's that's what that's what we do here at Millburgers is make your gardening experience a more enjoyable situation. All right. So that's all we're going to say about Ryan. <laughs> Thank you. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free. It's 866-308-8867. Oh, by the way, uh, Belinda's dream report. Now there's much more growth. Just since yesterday on that poor little Belinda's dream that we cut back so Have much. Have you apologized to your wife for fussing at her for cutting I her didn't back? fuss at her. Oh, I thought you fussed no, at her. I no, was just, he didn't. He didn't have that. He just fussed here. He just yeah, fussed yeah, behind her back. Yeah. I just said what she did. And it sort of shocked me, but she's... Uh-huh. But uh, I'll say on the air, she seems to be right. So far, it's uh, there. You go. Yeah, it seems to be doing okay. You you you've noticed in, in through the years that we've been doing this radio station, yeah. and I encourage the husbands to listen to their wives. <laughs> yes, you do. You know, the, the, even if they're not right. You're not, not right. You're like all. a marriage counselor. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> all right. Two one zero three zero eight. Do I even want to know? No, you don't want to know. That no, face just walked up. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight. We just got through with our roundup or glyphosate discussion, and uh, I told people how, how we're being the collection source for any that they want to get out of their garage. Okay. That's right. the kind of people we are over here. You bet. Only in only in Millburger will 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 the will we take the public's uh, co- uh, concerns into our and uh, do something about the public concerns. Just round up though. We're just round up. That's a, yeah. That'll be an issue you don't want. But anyway, uh, so Trace, what's going on, man? I might take Chlorine too. Hoofta, yep. hoofta. <laughs> what about diazolam? Yeah, I'd probably do that too. Yeah, there you go. All right, you said that was 30 years old if they still had it in their garage. <laughs> the chlorine, I know, would still be good. Okay, wow. And diazolam would be too. Probably okay. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Trace, what's happening, man? We had, we've had a lot of uh, people replacing trees in the last couple of hours. I've talked to two different customers. That, That's interesting. That the deer rubbed their tree to death oh. oh no and so this last one we were talking and he had a monterey oak and, oh, and they rubbed no. it to death and but his wife wanted to put in a red bud oh no and i was like well that's a huge <laughs> that's a huge difference Am I way saying to that go. Too much? and uh <laughs> no oh, oh no <laughs> so uh, anyway we talked about property value and stuff like that and i think he's going to end up going back with a monterey oak. ah thanks oh okay. best idea that's scary. What are those deer doing? 
They had no. That's they're rubbing their rubbing their antlers. Rubbing their antlers. Yeah. Yeah. They are. Uh, they can be pretty savage. Well, uh, obviously, Mexican white oak, the Monterey oak, is a target. Um, red oak too, when they're young, are are. The, the live oaks don't seem to be as susceptible, but uh, they'll sure. It depends on how much, how much, how far they go around, and all kinds of things. But, yeah. Uh, and ultimately, I'd rather some everybody buy some hog paneling or something and put it around their tree trunk. Yeah. Oh. The uh, we got a question in. About there's some uh, on plantanswers.com. Are there? There's some examples of uh, how to protect those trees from the deer. Are there? I know we've written we've written it in columns in the past. May not be. I don't. I don't remember. I don't remember if it's on the. You, you know, basically, you just put a little fence around it. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's either. I've seen them when with. Uh, where they they just really close to the trunk, and the idea is that just uh, the the wire is preventing that damage to the trunk. Um, my usual thing was a, the a distance, bigger, a bigger, yeah, a bigger uh, fence around there. Then and then it's got to be really sturdy because they'll uh, they'll get up on their hind legs and they'll push down on the edge of the fence. Uh, so, so that that's if you plant a new tree and you're in deer country, you gotta you gotta protect that trunk. I think deer country is but to come in all over the United States. I saw I was saw I was reading an article the other day, written by Alan Armitage, who's a, a great horticulture writer from uh, Georgia. He used to work for the University of Georgia, but Alan said he, he listed listed three or four of the th- major considerations that homeowners were 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 concerned about and would ask about about new plant material. Deer was number one. Hmm. Deer was number one, and that he rides for all over the United States. So, I think this deer thing is becoming a well, people are major moving, problem. People are moving out into rural areas. Yeah, right. Yeah, so right. they're having to contend with with that. With that. But I did show him some other little small trees that, that I thought he'd do better with than the red bud, and then we went back to that. Good. So we talked about Vitex stuff that they wouldn't mess with. Hmm. Uh, and then, I, but I still think he's going back to that uh, Monterey oak. There you go. Yeah, that's a good tree. We're uh, getting a lot of mushroom questions. I, I had mushroom questions yesterday. I haven't had any no, today. I'm seeing them all over town. Yeah, now. they're coming. We mentioned we mentioned uh, that that in, in general terms, uh, applying a fungicide does not address the issues. Uh, makes people feel good because they're going to disappear soon anyway. But uh, but one thing that uh, does reassure people if you're afraid your pets are going to consume some of that mushroom or that's showing just take your just take your rake or your hole and just pull it up put it in a garbage sack and throw it yeah so they'll throw that away now they'll generally how many days three four days they'll be gone oh wow is that all yeah they don't they don't okay. usually stay long now, of course with this kind of rain and if it rain yeah continues yeah we can expect new growth as some of that organic material that was kind of dormant during the, the droughty summer is, is starting to decompose again. Because it's got to have moisture for those mushrooms to grow. I'm looking and don't to see. eat them. No, do not eat the mushrooms. Don't eat the mushrooms. 
Okay. I think. Regardless how pretty they look and how tasty they might be. How, how, how well. Little, little uh, kids uh, might be more susceptible to problems than the pets. You know, if you, your three year old or four year olds out there, you keep an eye it's on It's hard them. to get them to eat broccoli. They're not going to eat a mushroom. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it texture is very good for them. Them. They might play with it. Your there. kids are maybe different than mine were. Mine, mine was hard to get them to do what you wanted, but they sometimes did what you didn't want uh, pretty easily. <laughs> I could see that. Yeah. So let's see. I was going to look at the forecast for the week. It looks like uh, uh, today, a thunderstorm in the area. Tonight, though, patchy clouds, no rain. And uh, it's they're calling for sun and a shower in the afternoon for tomorrow. And I was going to look at the rest of the week. Yeah, I think, I had I think, a good we, got, rain this I think we got a sunny day in there somewhere. Yeah, no, no, I think so too. It looks like when I looked at it last night, and you're right, you were kind of expressing frustration that it just changes uh, so often. Yeah, so it's like uh, Monday, a shower in the in the afternoon or in the evening. Tuesday, partly sunny and humid. Wednesday, mostly sunny and humid. And then Thursday, a possibility of uh, rain again. So we got some uh, sunny days coming. A little cloudy, but sunny. All right, 210-308-8867. We're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up. I'm Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons. Trace is up on the porch with us, and we'll come back in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bolvardy Road. And I want to talk to you about something we don't normally talk about this time of year. That's fall fruit trees. That's right. Normally when we're talking about fruit trees, we're talking about them in January, early February. But Millburgers tried something a couple years ago, and it's been a big success. So now Millburgers has a great selection of freshly arrived fall fruit trees. These are some of your favorites, including apples and peaches, pears, plums, nectarines, all of them chosen because they do well in this area. And they're on sale in the five-gallon container for just $26.88. Another item on sale, too, that's time to plant is pecans. Fresh shipments have just arrived of all your favorite pecans, and they're in the seven-gallon container for just $68.88. This week at Millburgers, you'll find savings on ground covers, fall garden mums, petunias, and much, much more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Bull Road on the web at millburgernursery.com. It's no secret that life is hard, and it really hits close to home when the one you love, the one who raised you, fed you, and kissed your ouchie when you took a fall. Now they're the ones who need help in their daily lives, and it's stressful. You feel guilty because you can't be there all the time. This is Baron Wiley, and if I can help take that stress away from you, or if you know someone that needs help, I have the answer. It's in-home senior care, led by my dear friend Greg Perkins, who's been a big blessing to me. Inhomeseniorcare.com is where you'll see all that they do to keep your mom, your dad, your husband, and your wife Keep them independent and in the home of their memories. In-home senior care does all the things you'd expect, dressing, feeding, grooming, helping around the home. But what you'll appreciate most is the caregiver's special touch that makes them become family. They read to them, they go on doctor's visits, even take them to church. Call them right now to get a free assessment. In-home senior care can have someone in your home today. 210-256-2273. That's 210-256-CARE. In-home senior care. 
Take a moment and rate your lifestyle on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 is a life that's nothing like the life you were promised after getting good grades, a college degree, and a good job in corporate America. 10 is the life of your dreams. If you answered anything less than a 10, tune into the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell, self-made millionaire and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, will show you how to live the life of your dreams and pay for it with passive income. Tune in to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. In any other presidency, the following successes would guarantee electoral victory and public approval. Record low unemployment, a gross domestic product exceeding 4%, middle-class wages on the rise for the first time in decades, consumer confidence up, poverty in decline. All of these and more would be a huge boost to any president and his party, not for Donald Trump and Republicans. Polls, which have been wrong before, show Democrats with a double-digit lead in the November election with a strong possibility they'll retake the House and a slim possibility the Senate. How can this be? Three things, I think. One is the pounding of the liberal media that are already blaming Trump for the hurricane. Second, the ignorance, especially of millennial voters. And third, the failure of Republicans to do a better job of promoting their successes. Granted, there is the media blockade, but still. I might add a fourth reason, the president's personality. If the president were to show at least some humility, it would help him and his party. Better not let Democrats win in November or all of this progress will be over. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM. The answer, we go right back to those phone lines at 210-308-8867. That's 210-308-8867. Terry is on the line. Hey, Terry, what's going on, man? How can we help you? Um, we have a burr oak, and it's, oh, I don't know, 10, 12. It, it's a big tree, 10, 12 feet tall. And do they put on acorns? These monster acorns. Right. Has you ever done yeah. that? And Even no. when it's just and 10 or 12 feet tall? You must no, be taller uh, than that. Maybe it's taller than that, yeah. Oh, yeah, it must be, yeah. Yeah, yeah they're about the size of a golf ball. The yeah, well, they can even be bigger, yeah. Yeah, and I, we, that's the first time last year that we saw that, and we thought, what is it, just regular acorns on steroids or something? And we never saw anything <laughs> like that before. And they were just you know, huge, and everybody wanted one, you know. You know, okay. what? Ha- well, we used to have the uh, arborists had a list of the, the uh, and the reason I know because Dorothy Weedy, Dorothy Weedy has a, has a uh, Baroque that produces. That's, and they would, they have a list and they would go collect the nuts, yeah. The nuts, yeah, for, for grow the trees. wholesale nursery trees. Yeah, it didn't, it, it didn't put on many, maybe 12, 15 or so when we kept them all. But I noticed this year I see one so far on the tree. Maybe there's uh-huh. more there hidden. Okay. If you want to save the nuts and get them before <laughs> the weevil uh, gets in there, you want to take them off the tree. 
In other when words, it's raining, uh, I don't know if I can reach up there. You know, that tree's so big. Get a ladder. Well, that's that's true too. Yeah. But uh, yeah, have y'all been just been collecting them off the ground? Um. Well, the ones we could reach, I think we got two, three of them. But now that we trim the tree, I don't think we can reach any of them anymore. Okay. Okay. Yeah. A lot of a lot of times, if you just wait till they fall out, you'll have a a weevil in them, and and they won't sprout. Well, can you get them? If you plant that, will a tree come? If they don't have a weevil, they uh, can. Yeah, that's so that's the reason they collected them. Yeah. Okay, so we get it off the get it off the tree when it's still green, and then plant it right away. Yes, ma'am. You can do that. Okay. Maybe I'll have oh, that, some little uh, bucks that, <laughs> There you okay. go. Is that the white oak that? All right. Thanks. Goes through there. You take care. The two year. The, the no. Year, no. The, the, the red oak is the second year sprouting, or is which one? Which I can't remember which the. That must be red oak, because the white oak uh, sprout right off the tree. Yeah. yeah. They don't now, need a uh, stratification. Now we've got a bur oak that's twenty plus years. It's quite large. We haven't had one acorn on there uh, yet. That's why it was surprised me that she was talking about a relatively a smaller small tree. tree. Yeah, I've got some forty-five gallon in the back that have acorns. Is that right? Yeah. They must only be about sixteen, twelve, fifteen foot. Yeah. Can we ask your question on the air? Okay, here you grab that mic. He'll be on the air. These guys. That's a tomato leaf. That's what it is. Tomato that's been eaten by something, right? Mm, I'm thinking it's the rain myself. It started before the rain. Yeah, it might. It only goes up about this far from the ground, about maybe half, six or eight inches. Really? Maybe it's maybe it's uh, slugs. I mean, uh, snails. Yeah, or uh, you don't have any cut cut worms there, do you? Uh, little little worms. But I don't. See, I haven't seen any. I don't worms. see very many holes in it, guys. I, yeah. I, I think yeah. it's just a leaf curl. Well, what Trace is talking about too, uh, this this hot weather we've had, uh-huh. the leaves have been really scraggly looking, and then when the rain started, they were kind of they're kind of fragile and get, the rains and the wind kind of tore tore some of them apart. Right. What's happening is a lot of the plant the plants are redoing their foliage so that they'll have wider, thicker foliage. So it's but if the ears are uh, you know, if you've got any kind of uh, for cutworms, I always have to apply. Uh, oh, I, I wonder what's the? It's not seven anymore we, that we have to use. Thiodine? No, not thiodine. No, you can't get that. Um, Bordine. No, not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't. BT. Huh? BT, spinosad. No, that yeah, well, they say BT, but it doesn't work very well with cutworms for 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 me. Um, Malathion, gosh, there you it's go. terrible to be getting old. Malathion, if you if it's if it's cutworm, Malathion, you can spray that area around the okay. the base and the plant, and whatever whatever it is. Uh, will be affected now unless it's leaf slugs miner. and snails. That's a leaf miner in there, yeah. but that, that's not a problem. 
Uh, th- this occurred closer to the ground uh-huh. when your plant were young? Yeah. Okay. yeah younger, well, it's, you know, two weeks, three yeah. weeks ago. But it's grown out of it. It's grown through that, honey. Yeah, the top part is is, is okay. Yeah. The, these little holes in here could be flea beetles. Uh, just a little bit, but they, they, they didn't. They they haven't done it bad. They haven't done you a lot of harm. Okay. And you, your color is good. What variety is that? Do you know? I've got I've got four varieties, but I didn't look at which one this was. Oh, okay. <laughs> You've got the labels. I got by the sticks right there. There you go. All right. <laughs> I want to know which one I want to double up on yeah. next time. I think that might be flea beetles. If okay, if the, the malathion would have, would take care right, of the flea right, beetles right, too. Right, take care of that too. But what is the malathion going to take care of? It'll flea- take care of the. In my garden, I use it for cutworms, flea beetles. It would take care of whatever, uh-huh. even even cabbage loopers. It'll take care Can of. Can you see those bugs? Can you? The flea beetle, you can't. No, really, they're you real tiny. Them. Okay. Now the cutworms, you can. But, but, but quite often it's too late. You know, they've either cut they'll, your plant. They'll cut a limb off, won't they? Yeah, and then they are, they go under the ground and they come up and they'll they'll take a whole branch off. They're they're uh, quite yeah. savage. Uh, I haven't seen that. Yeah, they're, 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 they're kind of gray ones that you'll see when you're digging in your soil. Okay. No, I haven't seen any leaves cut off. Yeah. Or anything. It's so, grown through it, so you're okay. Yeah. Okay. The rain and the rain may take care of everything. Have you got any blooms yet? A few. Good. I thought there'd be more, but the hot weather, I think, is. Yeah, yeah, it's it's coming. Now That's the cool good. nights. All right. Okay. Good luck. Thank you for Thank coming you. by. All right. Uh, we encourage you to come on by and visit with us at 1604 on Bull Road, and like that gentleman, ask your question in person. Two or you can call us 210-308-8867, 308 here somebody wrote in and said, I have an area I would like to plant some blooming annuals or perennials in, but it is very shady, explanation mark. Uh, I keep hearing shade, no color. Shade equals no color. Uh, and you're probably hearing shade uh, a lot of times equals no bloom. Surely there are some plants that have color that grow in the shade, maybe impatient. Hmm. How about begonias? There you go. What suggestions do you have? Thank you for the for your input. Uh, I thank you and many of my friends. Thank you for being there to help us. That's nice. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, Forrest writing back says, annuals include wax leaf begonias, dragon wing begonias. How are your kind of kind of torn begonias. apart? The foliage is kind of torn apart with the the rain and the oh okay yeah and the and the wind. Yeah. Plant, plants are alive, uh, but uh, they'll grow out of it. You can trim them back yeah. a little bit now. Yeah, well I. I finally cut them back. I should have cut them back earlier, I guess. And he mentioned yellow shrimp plant are probably the best bloomers. Lots of foliage color can be had from coleus uh, and Persian shield. 
Well, soon, soon our cyclamen and our right. primulas. Right. They left caladiums off that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, cyclamen primrose. Oh, okay, but that way he was he was giving uh, foliage color. That's right. Caladium would have been on there. Uh, perennials include spiderwort, spiderwort, uh, oxblood lily, spider lily. Turk's cap and blue plumbago are small perennials that bloom best in the full sun, but will grow in and in less bloom less in the shade. So uh, he he lists uh, lists a few for the uh, for the dense shade areas. And uh, I'd add uh, Torinia to that, and I would add uh, Mona lavender to that. Oh, okay. Those would be good color plants for there. Yeah. You know, uh, we've had a development. Jerry and I really like Coravinca. Mm-hmm. Um, and we talk about that one of the desirable characteristics is that it uh, is resistant to the aerial phytophthora, which has affected for years the other Incas. Well, mine have got, uh, all it takes is... Uh, 12 inches of rain over a yeah, yeah. week. To, some of mine are showing the aerial phytophthora, even though they're coras. Yeah. yeah. So uh, beware of that, uh, folks out there, that you might Do you have different color coras? Do I have... Uh, I, mean, I mean, with red and pink. And uh, uh, let's see. Um, the ones I was thinking about are the lavender. I think we do have some of the other colors, but they're... They're not as well, not as affected as the. Uh, I was kind of stretching the sun shade yeah. situation here, too. So the ones that are in the shade have, are most affected by the, the rain. Uh, the rain. The aerial phytophthora. I was wondering if the if there's a color difference. I hadn't. I don't, I don't have enough to see that. Okay. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Don't forget, next Saturday here at Millburgers, 1030 to noon, David Rodriguez will be talking about fall uh, vegetable and winter vegetable gardening. It's a free uh, seminar put on by Millburgers for you, and you don't have to RSVP, and it's rain or shine. Uh, so if it's raining, it'll be in the greenhouse. If it's shining, it'll be in the amphitheater, so don't worry about it. If uh, just come on out and enjoy uh, David's presentation on fall and winter vegetable gardening. For more information, by the way, go to MillburgerNursery.com. That's MillburgerNursery.com. If it rains, David goes in the greenhouse. Yeah, that's it. Yep. That's his motto. That's his new slogan. If it rains, I'm in the greenhouse. <laughs> and if it grows, he knows. If it rains, he... It should rhyme with where he goes in the greenhouse. I can't make it rhyme. Okay. I could, but I couldn't repeat on here. Oh, dear. Okay, oh, yeah, wait don't. A minute. don't. All right. 210-308-8867. All right, what else, Trace? We've, we've been talking about this, um, the sale items, and we haven't covered ground covers. We can't cover ground covers. Um, and, yes, uh, we have. We've the, talked the, a lot about horse herb. <laughs> That's true. And that is on that sale. Is it really? If it's still over there, it would be, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, the ground cover's on sale. My my favorite one, uh, uh, Asian jasmine, larape, monkey grass, and dwarf monkey grass. 
Okay, and there's a couple different varieties of Oriope. There's uh, some English ivy over there that's in there, some green and some variegated. Yeah. Uh, some Vinca ground covers would be instilled in there, and um, there's a little bit of a Juga. So you save about uh, 59 cents or 60 cents. The regular pot is a dollar fifty nine and it's sale for ninety eight cents and four inch pots. And four inch so pots are a lot, a lot easier pot. to deal with than getting any of the smaller. Remember when we were trying always trying to do the inch and a half one. Yeah. yeah. Four inch plant them on eighteen inch centers and have a pretty good quick filling. Patrick's on the line, uh, 210-308-8867. Hi, Patrick. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing? All right. I've got a little question for you. In my garden, a green bush disappeared, and it's making big white flowers that look like trumpets. And somebody told me that plant is really poisonous. You need to get rid of it. It's even poisonous to humans. I don't know. Is that true or false? That's true. It's what true. is that? Well, we think he's got an angel's trumpet. Word. Yeah, deter. Oh. So but you don't have to get rid of it. A lot of people uh, yeah, use it for enjoy the it's flowers. A wonderful blooming plant, if that's what it is. Well, it's making beautiful. It's got beautiful dark green foliage. Has beautiful white flowers. They're you know, like kind of shaped like a trumpet. It takes them a couple of days to open up. But are they, are they are, do they stick up or hang down? They hang down. They hang down. Well, yep. well when before they open up, they're pointing up. Okay. And as they open up, I don't know if it's because of the rain. Today is the first day they're, they're hanging down, but they're opened up. Oh, okay. They were, they've been pointing up all week, straight up, you know, because they hadn't opened up. Okay. But it's, That's it's, it's, is, it, is it poisonous to humans or just, just animals like dogs and stuff, just keep them away from it? Well, they yeah, they're, they're not likely. Uh, dogs, yeah. pets are not likely to mess with it. Yeah, they're deer-proof. Okay. The deer okay. won't eat them. I don't. Okay. I did a, a few years ago, I worked with the veterinarians, or my, my veterinarian mostly, and... Uh, he he went through and you know all the long list of plants that are supposedly toxic and he had never had any problem with that. There were one or two things that he mentioned: what the sago palm, yeah, fruits and uh, yeah, and Jer- and Jerry has done a lot of work on uh, toxic plants uh, through the years too, and some so most of them are not not a threat. Pet pets are yes. Yeah. Well, the lady that was the lady was telling me this poison. She told me this story where somebody had planted one in a pot and brought it inside the house, and then it poisoned the people in the house. That's all. Wait concerned. a minute. <laughs> That's what the lady I'm, told me. I'm, I'm, <laughs> it's uh, they, they use it in some of my. English murder mysteries from the <laughs> as a well, that's what, that's what as a source of oh, no. poison. Yeah, I've never okay. heard of anybody being poisoned by deterrent, okay. even though the the plant is poisonous. Okay, but I've never but heard. Uh, it, most of the poisonous plants don't taste real good. Okay, well, I mean it's pretty. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, very pretty. I would I would keep it and enjoy the bloom. Okay, did did a bird bring it in on a seed or something? Yeah, probably. Okay, okay. It makes well, seed. Right. Okay, well, all right. Well, that lady had me scared, so, all right, that's good. Thank you. <laughs> you take care. Is she a neighbor? Yeah. 
Okay. All right. 210, thanks. You take care, man. 210, I don't know where we're going with that. 210, don't, don't want to know. Well, we got we, right. That's best if we don't. Let's just move on. 210 308 8867. 210 308 8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevard Road on 930 a.m. The answer. It's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And I want to talk to you about something we don't normally talk about this time of year. That's fall fruit trees. That's right. Normally when we're talking about fruit trees, we're talking about them in January, early February. But Millburgers tried something a couple years ago, and it's been a big success. So now Millburgers has a great selection of freshly arrived fall Fruit trees. These are some of your favorites, including apples and peaches, pears, plums, nectarines, all of them chosen because they do well in this area. And they're on sale in the five gallon container for just twenty six eighty eight. Another item on sale, too, that's time to plant is pecans. Fresh shipments have just arrived of all your favorite pecans, and they're in the seven gallon container for just sixty eight eighty eight. This week at Millburgers, you'll find savings on ground covers, fall garden mums, petunias, and much, much more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Bull Road on the web at millburgernursery.com. Some of the best sounds you'll ever hear are generic, safe, effective, even money-saving, just like FDA-approved generic drugs. Even if they don't come in the exact same color or shape as their brand name equivalents, they have the same key ingredients and go through a rigorous review process. Talk to your doctor or pharmacist today and visit fda.gov slash generic drugs. Generics are safe, effective, and can save you money. You'll like the sound of that. A lot can happen in six seconds. A rodeo ride, a dramatic basketball win, and the world record holder can solve a Rubik's Cube. Six seconds is how long it takes for an 18-wheeler traveling at a safe speed to come to a complete stop. And in those six seconds, that truck will travel the length of two football fields. So please, give them room. Never cut in front of a large truck for any reason. Our roads, our safety. Learn more at sharetheroadsafely.gov. John, we can't keep putting this off. Okay, I'll clean the gutters. I'm talking about your dad. Well, what can we do? He wants to stay in his house. We can make his house safer. Yeah, I worry about the steps. In perfect world, there are no steps, but he does have steps. And that banister only goes halfway up. And all those little throw rugs are falls waiting to happen. So what about his prescription meds? If he forgets and takes them twice, he could get really dizzy. Right. We could get him one of those daily pill counters. And he should have some sturdy hand grips in the bathroom and shower. This is all easy to do. You know he's a proud guy. He's not going to take all our fussing lying down. That's the idea. For older people, falling and breaking a hip can be devastating. For more tips on making homes safer, visit orthoinfo.org slash falls. A message from the American Academy of Orthopedic Surgeons and the Orthopedic Trauma Association. Now please clean the gutters. Just be careful on the ladder.
Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 a.m. The answer, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Hey, listen, if you have a deck uh, and uh, want to uh, get it looking just like it did when they first installed it, uh, go by and visit the, the website, deckandpatiocare.com, deckandpatiocare.com. Barry Hagendorf and I used to do a show, and he would talk about all the care and precision, the deck and patio, and all the research that deck and patio has done into getting uh, those decks looking right nice and the ceiling and the uh, staining uh, that they do uh, it just you can see in the pictures the before and after pictures on the website and uh, how much that gray sort of blackish deck it just kind of look worn out doesn't look very nice and all of a sudden it's been treated and sealed by Barry uh, and how great it looks so uh, give him a call and uh, your as he says your deck can look new again uh, he's at 8210 822 9147 210 9147 but go to deck and so you can see it and uh, look at all the things they do and uh, give them a call to get your deck looking like new again 210-308-8867 is our number 210-308-8867 toll free it's 866-308-8867 the number to call to be a part of the show what else you got going on over there, guys? Oh, my buddy Neil Sperry got got me upset last week. It seems like that's happening more and more. I know it. Said uh, he got a question. Is said, I have access to a good bit of compost. Mm-hmm. Is it useful to top dress our St. Augustine lawn with it? Oh, I think if, I heard you talking about. This. If so, when should I spread it, and how much should I put on? And Neil says, rather than he, rather than saying, it doesn't do any good. See that 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 pro- procedure started in San Antonio with Malcolm Malcolm Beck started all that. Yeah, and uh, and there's companies that do that now for a living. Yeah, and uh, I asked Malcolm about that. I said, when when is the yeah, when is the best time to put out compost on your lawn? You know, they do it year-round. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said that nature puts it down in the fall. Yep. When the leaves fall. So he, he, he believed that uh, the ideal time to put compost on a lawn or turf, turf area is, is in the fall. Uh, but... Well, when this this started, and uh, it it eliminated when 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 people call in and say they want to put something on on the lawn to green it up, and uh, they used to put topsoil. Right. Remember back in the old days when they would bring in a bunch of topsoil and put it on the grass, smother the grass out, and Everything else, but have you noticed that since this the use of compost, which is actually more beneficial than the topsoil, uh, that that topsoil recommendation has gone away, and the, and the questions we get about topsoil has, has gone away too. So uh, I I, th- I think I think Malcolm had a. And it is no no doubt that it works. I mean, uh, people have people wouldn't be still using it if it didn't didn't work. 
But Neil said, it's my own feeling that there are better things to do with compost than to use them as top dressing for turf grass. So is he recommending another top dressing or something that's different? Or? <laughs> no, it's, that's one of his uh, little rebellious no. areas. We're going to have to talk to that boy. Go, go against the uh, general recommendations. If it's really a good compost that is decayed fully and beyond recognition as to its component parts, which is hard to find these days, it would be ideal to work into the soil in your flower bed and vegetable garden as you empty them out this fall and winter. If you do end up spreading it over St. Augustine, don't put more than a half an inch, that's right, yeah. that's what's recommended, or so, and do it in the spring. See, according to Malcolm, the originator of the whole idea, fall is also a good time to do it. Be sure that it's completely free of weed seed. Most, most uh, good composts uh, are. Again, it's not my recommendation that it be used in that way. Huh. What are we going to do with that boy? You're going to have to call Neil. Straighten him out. Ray is on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey, Ray, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Doing fine. Got a question on an eight-year-old Feliciana peach tree. Uh, one of the limbs about the size of your arm, uh, earlier this summer I noticed it's the top of the limb is peeling back and exposing the wood inside. It looks like it's white, like it's dead, and then there's some oozing of that, that uh, whatever. The, yeah, is, that, is that an insect or is it dying? Um, say again, what kind of species, what variety is it? Love Feliciana. Oh. Yes. And it's just... About eight years old. Uh, it, so, it sounds like a bacterial canker. And it's a 10-year-old tree? About eight years, eight, nine, uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. That's, that's the usual. But that, is that the only branch that's uh, affected that way? Yeah, just this one. I'm looking. There's a couple others that have just starting to ooze, but nowhere near as bad as this. But uh-huh. this is the only one that's peeling its bark. I'm literally yeah. just peeling it back. Yeah. And, and that's the wood your, is that's white. Your, that sure sounds like it. But it sounds like you still got a lot, a lot of good years out of that left out of that tree, too. Famous last okay. words. Huh? No. What's, what's, what's the average lifespan of a, of a Feliciana, and when do you trim these? Well, if you're if you're talking about in this area a backyard peach tree, if you can get if you can get eight to ten years out of it, you're in good shape. You've done well. Okay. Um, when you, when can I trim it? The recommended time is February, but you oh, can February? do it. Oh. Jan, you know, if you got a lot of them, you do it in January. You can do it in March if you've got can. Stand cutting with bloom, uh, cutting uh, branches with blooms on them and everything. Okay. But you, I had, but, yeah, yeah. You. I heard that. that a good a good time is, in like you said February. Or excuse me, in, in while there's still leaves because you can see which which limbs were last year's growth which produced this spring. Otherwise, you're cutting limbs you probably shouldn't want to. Well, yeah. I mean, you, you're you're going to cut off some of the new growth generally anyway because it produces more new growth than you need. Yeah. But, uh, okay. But yeah, you definitely 
Definitely cut that uh, diseased branch off. Okay, will it spread to others, or has it already started to? It started to. It's systemic. Yeah. It's in the tree. Okay. Oh, yeah. so well, then if I, if, even if I cut this off and it's already in the tree, is that right? Right. Hmm. Well, is anything spray on it or anything I can nope. give it to kill this? Nope. No, hmm. no, that, that's, the, yeah, that's the problem with it. You can think about the next tree that you're going to get. Would you stay with but, Feliciana? No. Uh, well, Feliciana, did Feliciana do well for you? Well, like y'all were talking earlier, the last three years have been pretty pretty thin, pretty skimpy on the fruit. Uh, yeah. first couple of years we had bumper crops that did really, really good. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good generally, generally a good crop. Yeah, it's it's recommended highly and Florida King is uh okay. is our favorite right now. Okay. But is I'll, Florida I'll, King fruit larger than the Feliciana fruit? About the same size. Okay. Okay. All right, that sounds good. Then I might get one yeah, more yeah, out of it. But, That's uh, probably about it. Cut that, cut that branch off when you uh, do your pruning, and then you might get three, four, five more years out of that tree too. Thanks, Ray. Okay. You, you take care. Thanks, sir. Good luck. Okay. Bye. All right. Ed's on the line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Hey there, Ed. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. What's going on? Well, I thought I'd let you guys know. I, I called in last week and told you I'd had, I think, 5.6 inches. Yeah. Now, now I'm at 12.3. Good wow. Lord. <laughs> That's it. All you need is three more, and we'll you'll set a record. Are you within Bear County or not? No, no, I'm uh, uh, I'm to the west of Bear County. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's that's about the same as at the airport. Yeah. So, yeah, we're potentially we got a, what we got half of uh, September left. We could still set a record for. September. Oh yeah. Uh, well, and and the airport was way ahead of me for a while, and then uh, just in about the last three days, I've gotten, you know, um, I guess around five inches. So. But yeah. it just comes and goes. I, I haven't had any major runoff or anything like that. Now, you guys were talking about tomato plants. Uh, I've got a ruby something. This is a ruby crush. red. Ruby crush. Ruby crush. Ruby yeah. crush. And a Juliet that uh, I planted back in March that have tomatoes on them right now. And the... Uh, um, uh, one of the ruby crushes has actually got red tomatoes on it that's ready to pick. Wow! Yeah, I picked I picked one, my first one, a couple of days ago off the off the uh, BHN 968. So won't be long. Is no, the, no. The, you use you, you, you use Juliet. You've used that one for years, haven't you, Ed? Uh, well, I know I had it last year, but I don't know about before that. I usually buy some celebrities too, and they're still alive and blooming like crazy. But they don't have any tomatoes on them at this time. They hey, just Jerry, started. that's uh, that's one we have here at Millburgers, and that's one you think it's a good. Right. In your test, it's always done pretty well. Huh? Yeah. It, well, the it's best a big, big, big vibe. Or said. Oh. I mean, I, I, I had. Hang on, hang up on this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear them for said. That though. had like eighty tomatoes on the planet one time. Mm. Oh, yeah, but it didn't taste very good, did it? <laughs> well, 
I, I'm not a big tomato connoisseur, so I'm not real sure whether they Yeah, it, he, just, it, it he a, just grows them and just puts them in a compost had, it, it had a nasty taste to it. Well, I gave them to my mom, and she didn't complain, but now I generally <laughs> just give them my surplus. I mean, I eat a few generally in a salad, so I don't really know what... You know how much, how well they taste because they usually got some dressing or something on them. But my brother eats them, and the only thing he complained about these, uh, 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 the ones I've got now, the big tomatoes, celebrities. He just says that that the skin on them is so tough that you got to have a, you know, some kind of special sharp knife in order to slice them up. Yeah, that that's a problem that we've had with people with dentures. You know, that tough skin gets under the dentures, and then they have to spit and to take the dentures out and things yeah, like that. My brother doesn't have dentures. He's too cheap to buy any. Uh, <laughs> he All just right. gums them, huh? Yeah. Thanks, well, Ed. And, uh, you know, I called you a few weeks ago about my pomegranates. With all this rain, those pomegranates, they've swollen up so much that they just started tearing the tree up. Yeah, yeah. We got to run, Ed. You take care. Talk right. to you later, Ed. We're going to say Thank goodbye you. for today. Don't Bye. forget about next Saturday's presentation with David Rodriguez, 1030 to noon here at the nursery. Uh, for more information, go to MillburgerNursery.com. That's rain or shine here at Millburgers. We'll say goodbye for today. On behalf of the docs, thanks to uh, Ashley doing a great job and Al back at the station. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.